With me is my co-host, the CEO, the king of the ten-year-olds at <laughs> <laughs> at Laser Tag. It's Kieran. How you doing, buddy? Uh, doing really well. Two things, Church. I'll get to the Laser Tag in a moment. How old is that bit of paper that you have in your hand? This it's is the show notes of how to do an introduction. You know what? Uh, I don't even need it. <laughs> yeah, but, you grab it every episode. But I, you grab it. You know, it's like a, it's like a comforter. It, yeah. it, it makes sure that I get through. It's your teddy bear at night time right. equivalent. That's right. Yeah, your safety blanket. Someone's got to do it, and it might as well be this piece of paper. <laughs> I'm just looking at it, going, it's getting a bit. Um, I feel like a couple more lifts, and it's going to fall apart. You know, you know what the s- sad thing is? I don't even think I have this saved anywhere. Uh-huh. I would have to retype it. Right. So I'm a bit worried about it. I'm not going to scan it because scanning it would get all these lovely thin lines all the way And all through. the notes you've got on handwritten you know, notes It's actually well. got notes from an episode oh. on the back. Oh, like there it's, you go. It's what, back. What, what did we do in that episode? Uh, when I did Kids Bop. Remember Kids Bop when the kids yeah. sing songs, like modern songs uh, and all that? Yes. I think I brought in Dance Monkey. And yeah. I'm like, why did they, yeah. they kidderize the song that was already for kids? For kids, yeah. It's like getting a new version of... you got to laminate it. Laminate frame it. Frame it. Put it up here. It's got, a, <laughs> got to frame it. It's got, you've got these band photos around here. You've got Dweezil, your dog framed. Yeah. You need to Just frame it. Just the important stuff. Yeah. yeah. Just the important stuff. But Kieran, it's good to be back in the studio with you because we've been a little bit slack, but the episodes are coming out. They're coming. The They're coming. That's the important thing. They're out. That's, that's the, the fun stuff across the board. Mm. Uh, oh. uh, I'm disappointed in you, Turch. Oh, well, thank you very much. Uh, you didn't come to laser tag. I did not come to laser tag, uh, for the reason of be- not being a 10 year old, <laughs> maybe the height, but not the, uh, I want to put fortitude. it, in, I want to put it into context. I received a text message saying from a friend, what are you doing Saturday night? Which is a little bit ambivalent because I don't know what I'm doing and I feel like I'm about to get locked into something. Yeah. So I had to take control. Right, I had to control of the situation. <laughs> you had to take control, and you—the first thing you went. I, I think you said to me, "You were, uh, uh, you were obviously watching the episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia." I was watching Always Sunny in Philly. Yeah, and the like, laser, oh, tag laser tag episode. Episode, yeah. We could take over the base with Big Jim or whatever it was. And I was like, "Oh, this laser tag looks like a brilliant idea." Yeah. So I messaged who wants to go to laser tag, and of course, uh, one of my friends responds back with. No, I'm not 12. And you respond back with, <laughs> No, I'm not 10. <laughs> the, so the, <laughs> the adult answer. <laughs> but one took the bait. One said yes. Yeah. And another was like, uh, I don't know, but I'll come along, but I might bail. Yeah. Okay, that's yep. fair enough. That's fair enough. I forgot how many young kids play laser tag well that's the the <laughs> if you had to say what the market was there like, was no... what's your age group you're aiming for you'd probably go eight to 14 uh-huh that uh-huh. would be the, the maybe 12 yeah that beautiful bracket there of you know late tens <laughs> to early teens there really needs the to be you know how there's karaoke bars yeah there needs to be like adult laser tag yeah, okay. Like the, like the adult mini golf, like holy moly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or whatever it's called. Exactly. You know, you play mini golf and you get drunk. I don't think that... 
because I, I feel like if there was an adult, adults only laser tag is paintball. I think that's where you went wrong. I think yeah. you went like laser tag is safe. You can't run. You, you don't actually get hit with anything. There's no there's no risk. Whereas I think the risk aspect uh-huh. adds to the adult aspect. Right, right. And you've got to go paintball. And I've only been paintballing once, and I got hit right, <laughs> right on one of See, my. See, my cheeks. plan was going to be like an escape room. Get drunk. Yeah. Get the equipment on me. Yeah. Everyone sort of marches in and off they go, and then I sneak back out to the bar and come in yeah. in like the last, you know, five minutes and haven't been shot. Or just, just have a really good team, finish it in 10, and yeah. then go into other people's <laughs> with a drink. That was sort of my idea. But there were way too many kids, so we got drunk and then bailed. Oh. We got there for pre-drinks. Yeah. And then decided to, to, to bail. Oh. So you made the right call. Thank you. Thank you, you very much. You made the right call. Thank yeah. you very much. Well, Kieran, a federal election is just about, is just around the corner. I think the final votes are next week or this week. This week. No, this Saturday. This, this Saturday. Saturday. This Have Saturday. you voted? Absolutely. I early voted and that's what I want to talk about. Here's, ah. a, bit of a, here's a bit of a rant, a bit of a story <laughs> for you, Kieran. So you must be clearly going away somewhere or can't vote on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm planning on catching COVID on the day. On the day, right. And I thought, right. well, I'm, if I'm plan, I don't want to miss out on yeah, the, yeah. the potential of changing who our fearless leader is. Uh-huh. So I'll, I'll, I'll vote when I know that I'm definitely well. Uh-huh. Um, and that way, when I do catch COVID on the day, on the, yeah, I won't get anybody else sick because. Well, what a super spreader event that day's going to well, be. Well, that, that's what I figure, and that's why I've early voted. But first oh, of all, oh. I do have a gift for you. Oh, you do? I do have a gift oh, for you. Okay. This is for you. I got this for you. Oh, thank you. It's from our very good friend. Oh. At the socialist party, oh, Cap wow. Constant reminder on this show every time that it is an election time. Uh, this is the woman that faked a uh, a hate crime at school, claims that she went to the a different school than she actually did, uh, got shut down by <laughs> Jordan Peterson, yeah, and claims that's on YouTube. That's great. that's, that's a great YouTube. clip to watch. Got destroyed on three AW. We played clips of that on here, <laughs> and uh, as usual, is trying to claim that she can stop racism with her socialism. So. I don't know, but the last big socialist party was the Nazis, and they were pretty racist. So I don't know what she's thinking, but mm. uh, that's her little pamphlet there. I figure you could take that bad boy home, study it up, mm-hmm. and see. Oh, well, I've already voted. I've already voted. <sighs> I did the postal vote, Turch. Mm. I was that organised. Can, can I ask a question? Yeah. Um, how much do you think a vote is worth? How much is a vote worth? Yeah, like, if you had to put a dollar value on a vote, how uh-huh. much would it be? Oh, right. Well... Like, how important is it? Do you mean, are you talking about in, like, how much they fine you if you don't vote? Well, that's okay. Like, that's, let's, like, 20 bucks. Well, let's let's do that as a metric, right? Okay. 20 bucks. Yeah. Would you put a, 20, a crisp $20 note in an envelope and send it via Australia Post? No. And expect it to get there? No. Then... You must think less of your vote <laughs> than twenty bucks. But I also, I also go. This is this is hilarious because I did the postal vote, and to me, the postal vote is the way to go. Yeah. Because it is so convenient and don't have to stand in a line. Yeah. And you don't have to have people. Mind you, part of me wants to turn up on election day just to argue just to... with the people handing well, out. A, an old guest of the show. Yeah. 
uh, Adam. episode 14. Yeah. Adam LaRosa is the United Australia Party representative for... For Cooper. For Cooper. So I'm really excited to see if he... Are if you going to go there on Saturday and hand out how to vote cards for him? No, no, no. Because oh. I, I don't like to get... I don't like to... T- I don't like to tell people who I'm really voting for. Right, okay. You know, uh, just the Liberal Democrats in, yep, in, yep. in, the, in, the, in, the, in the Senate. Uh, but I did go there. Early voting. So early voting... Uh, it just means you go to somewhere and you vote. Very easy. And we found a place that was only down the road from us. Perfect. We're on the way home from this round trip of errand. We thought, I said, Jess, let's, let's go. So me and Jess, walk. Jess and I, my apologies to everybody, walk into this place. And they're all bombarding us like, oh, do you know how to vote for Liberal, Labour, Greens? I'm like, well, I know how to vote for Greens. What I do is I scrunch up your piece of paper and I litter. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I do that to all of them too. But the Greens is most funny because, yeah. you know, you would think they would do the digital option and show you <laughs> rather than, you know, waste paper. So we walk into the building and the building is colder inside uh-huh. than it was outside. Oh, no. And I'm like, ah, this is already like the cold sting of death <laughs> as I walk closer to the voting booth. Anyway, we walk in and oh. there are, so right now in Victoria, you don't have to wear a mask when you're working or indoors. You only really have to wear it on public transport. Public transport. And right. like Ubers. And hospitals? Hospitals, probably, yeah. yeah. Fair Medical centres. Yeah, fair, fair enough across the, across the board. Okay, but if you're working like office or anything like that, no, no mask. Uh, we walk in there and everyone is wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. And we're like, ah, oh, okay, it's going to be one of those places. But that's all, we don't have a mask, it's fine. So we're just now the only two people there. There are 10 people working. Mm-hmm. And Jess and I are waiting in line. Yeah. How many people were in this line? I'll say this again. Jess and I were the only people there. Right. There was 10 people working and Jess and I were waiting in line. <laughs> <laughs> for a good minute. Uh-huh. And I don't know about you, but if you're waiting in line you for a minute. And there's 10 staff. And there's 10 staff and you're the only people there. That minute goes on for about 100 years. <laughs> Anyway, this po- is the government for you, too. Yeah, I, that's what, exactly what I said, Joe. This is, this is typical, fed, at least federal government, right? <laughs> yeah. This is what you want under a socialist government. More, <laughs> more of this bureaucracy. <laughs> anyway, so I, I vote. I put my thing in the, in the, in the, in the bin. So wait, there's ten because there's ten people behind those desks that mark your name. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. We're waiting <laughs> for them to. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It gets more ridiculous. So and this, so we get to the the end. I, I finish voting. I'm, I'm quick. I know who I'm voting for. Bam, put it in. And there's a as you go up to the two bins to put your you know the, your green slip and your white slip in with all the numbers on mm. it. You know, there's a there's a guy. He's probably like eighteen or seventeen. He's obviously get the like it's a part time job. It's good money yeah. to be on that board. He's probably there from uh, after school four o'clock to eight o'clock. For you know, two weeks or something. Yeah. Good money, easy cash, right? And he's sitting in a chair. And he's obviously like security. But like I said, he's like an eight, 16, 17, 18 year old guy. Not caring at all. Sitting in a chair, all slumped down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like we're all slumped down. Is he wearing like, the purple vest? That he's wearing the purple a- vest, a- yeah. A-A-C, yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, if anyone... I don't know who's going to rob anything from you, mate. But if you're, you're security, I don't... I think no one in this place should be, feel very safe. But he had his mask 
like sort of in that diaper. Oh, the chin diaper. A chin diaper position. And, you know, Jess is still voting. And I go up to him and go, hey, you know, I thought, you know, just being polite. Because yeah. you can tell he didn't care about the mask. Like, uh-huh. Hey, I thought, like, you know, he didn't have to wear masks inside anymore. And he looks at me and he goes, yeah. And then sort of looks at another employee. Uh-huh. And I look up to see how I have a look. And it, this woman has this 30-ish yeah. year old woman has very bright pink hair. Uh-huh. <laughs> And it's got a mask on real tight. And I'm like, ah, uh, that woman there has gone, I would feel much com- more comfortable if everyone wore masks. <laughs> <laughs> and so this poor 18-year-old kid who obviously doesn't want to be there, like we're the only two, like... His know, parents have said to him, get a job! Get a job! And he's sitting there with a fucking mask on because this one woman is scared of catching the Rona oh. uh, when you don't don't have to. Wow. Fantastic. I'm like that so that was my voting experience. Oh, that is great. My like, you know, it's sort of they remind me of like when you do exams in high school mm. and you've got all those people that like run the exams, <laughs> which is generally all the retirees who just have to like follow everything by the book. My brother was one of and, those. And sort of don't know what they're yeah. doing, but oh, they actually can't help. Yeah. It's just like, oh, can I have a new pencil? No. <laughs> I'm trying to do things. Like my brother was one of those. Yeah. For a bit, like for some extra cash in between uni, and he was just like, "Oh, it's the worst job ever. You just have to go. Your time, like time starts now. Would you like to go to the bathroom? Your time is up." And I'm like, "Wow, that's the worst." You know, when people like people that are the stop sign lollipop holders for the construction, uh-huh. probably they make like fifty, a hundred bucks an hour. Yeah. And and. Jess has always gone, oh, maybe I'll just do that on like one day a week. And I go, one, they're probably not going to hire someone for one day a week to do that. Two, that would be the loneliest job. It would be so boring. So, uh, imagine eight hours standing there with just a sign that says slow, which yeah. depicts her, what you're feeling at the moment. <laughs> you know, or, or stop with your brain actually stopping. It would just be absolute torture. And that's how I feel felt for this kid. He's obviously sat there waiting and imagine imagine two minutes there for him yeah i know i know he's just because like, he he wasn't even talking to people that would be probably inter- the first person he talked to eternity yeah so anyway how much does it how much does it cost well i don't know how much i've wasted taxpayers money by getting my thing mailed out to me and then having the taxpayer paying for it to me to mail it back yeah what's well, it gonna be two bucks now uh, i think a dollar ten per let per i've got no, i don't know how much if you are, ask me that. How much does a pint of milk cost? I don't even know. We don't even a sell milk. In milk. A, <laughs> don't even sell it in a pint. Like, yeah, yeah. I've got no idea. See, I, I, I hate that question. I guess they give you the average. But Someone asked me about like, oh, you know, has, has inflation, the price at the shops impacted me? And I was like, I don't even know how much I pay for food. Like, I yeah. just. Oh uh, no! Well, I did tell you the story <laughs> about the nine dollar uh, cauliflower and the five dollar head of lettuce. Yeah. And then you came back the next week and you said five dollars for a head of lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I'm going to pay a little bit of attention, attention. I think. Well, after that, I realized that blueberries had gone up to seven dollars, and I was like, uh, they're seasonal though. Yeah. Everything's seasonal, but like blueberries are very seasonal. But when I actually looked, I was like, oh, uh, maybe not this. I know. 
Raspberries are not too bad at the moment. Was, They're down to like for three, four bucks. I was paying three bucks in in January. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's the season. Same as strawberries. Strawberries went down for like a dollar a punnet. God, yeah, probably. that was the summer, yeah. summer sort of thing. But no one wants to hear about that. What they do want to hear about is another rant I have. Uh huh. And that is yeah. saying no to imperialism. What does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just reading the pamphlet. It's good. Good pamphlet. Ah, uh, oh, Turch, sorry. <laughs> They're going to tax the corporations and the rich. Oh, because that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, too much fun. It is great. Um, you, you follow them on the old social media as well. and You give me updates every so often. Oh my God, I love following the socialists <laughs> on social media. It is just so, so much fun. And the funny thing is, they just fight each other. <laughs> You're not socialist. Yeah, no true Scotsman fallacy type thing like. Like you're not socialist enough. Yeah, they just they just fight each other, or it's like no, no. I think Labor's actually got a pretty good plan here, and then someone's like, "What? Well, yeah. Outrageous!" Nah. Imagine having like, oh, I can agree with two things, <laughs> <laughs> not just the one. Uh, all right. Uh, here's a good one for you. Here's a good one for you. Uh, you go into a bathroom anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere, just like you know, at a sports event or at a bar. Uh, but you need to go. They only have stalls. Yeah. Right? Here's a rant for you. Uh-huh. The bathroom stall then swings inward rather than opening up. Rather than opening outwards. Yeah. So, you know, so then you try to go in. Don't most stalls go inwards? I know, but that's yeah. what I'm going to rant about. Right. The fact is that most stalls go in and then it's like a really tight squeeze. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, I don't want to touch the door. No. Like, I'm touching the least amount of the handle just to get it open. And then I, go, I know I have to touch the lock. Mm-hmm. And everyone's touched it, Everyone's it, touched the fucking lock. But now I might have to get the door past my body. Or I have to do it, like, like sideways to get it past. Why doesn't it just open the other way? <laughs> this is a very good point. And you're small, so you really don't have this problem. Well, we're going to talk about some fat people <laughs> later on, and you're going to fucking love what's coming up. I need to do a whole segment every week about fat people, and you're going to love it. It's going to be so good. No, be- that, that is a very good point. I would also say I probably don't go out and take a shit in public. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. My body just knows But that- if you're at work, yeah. and you've only got stalls... Yeah. Take shit. You shit yeah. on company time. Oh, I use the disabled toilet. Oh, th- well, there you go. Yeah. And that, that opens up towards you. No, it's a sliding door. At work. Oh, they have a sl- Why aren't they all sliding doors? <laughs> oh, this I'm is say I don't have this problem because it's a sliding door. It's true. The disabled bathroom is a lot more luxurious yeah. and clean yeah. and sophisticated. Well, it's only because you... It's either going to be... It's either going to be people like yourself that are going to sneak in there and be all right. Or it's going to be a disabled person. They just shit everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> it's no in between. <laughs> it's not like a men's bathroom. It kind of smells like piss right now. But it's no, all the right. men's bathroom is okay until the late afternoon. That's evening. right. When the piss really, yeah. When the trough really overflows in the morning and the lunchtime, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I sent one this to the group chat and yeah. I said, and it said, fellas, which one do you prefer? And it's all the little things in urinals that could be in like could be in there to mm-hmm. like keep it clean and i think jess Sorsha, and sarah were like what the hell are we looking at <laughs> and we're like oh number two that's the that's king <laughs> it's little things like that little things like that that women will never understand 
Oh, they'll never understand that you used to have to pull the cord to flush the urinal. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they're all now self-cleaning. Yeah, it's true. Apparently it saves water, but it just makes it smell more like piss. Uh, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. You got some news for us, Kieran? I do. Actually, before that, before I could bring in the news, Church, I want to give a movie review. Oh! It's been a while since I've done a movie review. I was going to say, I've just watched um, Tim Heidecker. He's a comedian. Yeah. He was from the Tim and Eric show. Right. But he did this web series about reviewing films. And I've watched a couple of episodes. I just showed Jess... And I go, this is what it would sound like if you and Kieran did a review show. And it's like, uh, today we saw Skyfall. It's got James James Bond in it. James Bond. And uh, all the stars are in it. All. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Uh, rate it. Good action. Five popcorns out of five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's exactly, that's exactly how I talk about films. <laughs> all right. Well, <clears throat> what film did you see? The new, not the Avengers, uh, Doctor Strange. Yes. Doctor Strange. Not the sequel to Doctor Strange, Love. Huh? Don't worry. Oh, right. (laughs) I want to point out a few things. Okay. I haven't seen any of the prequel stuff (laughs) that I need to have seen. Apparently there's been a few TV shows or some other things. Yes. I thought it was like Iron Man 2. You know, you, right, you just, just rock, rock up and, rock up and enjoy yeah. enjoy the movie. So It's all interlinked in the Marvel Universe, oh, though. There are too many. You know what? Shows need to end. Yes! They, they need to end. <laughs> Seinfeld, nine seasons. Perfect. They need to end. Now, they're just going, you know what? There's multiverses. There's yeah. an unlimited amount of multiverses. Yeah. So shit can happen in another multiverse, but we're going to bring you back anyway. It's it's the Rick and Morty effect where, oh, well, this doesn't matter anyway because it, ha- it happened in a different universe. You're like, well, why am I watching? What what interest do I have? So I, and I mean, I also fell asleep twice, so I may have missed some crucial components of the film. <laughs> but let's not hold that back. The fact that I fell you talk as- about who's old. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, my youth may, my youth may have, uh, you know, I've got lots to learn. Apparently lots to learn about sleeping in films. That's the... The movie center is 10 minutes from my house. And my housemate... <laughs> oh, what a drive. <laughs> my housemate wanted to get there at quarter to six when the movie starts at 6 p.m. Which I was like, that is way too early. Oh, that way you can use the toilets to swing inwards and take piss. <laughs> it's just, it's just, and there's nothing else around it. It's just like a moving cinema and a Bunnings next door. Like, that is what... There you go. 15 minutes of Bunnings. I'm sorry. <laughs> Problem solved. Mate, uh, I could spend... Bunnings I've, is on the... you got to walk. I'm it's getting not... to that stage in life uh-huh. where Bunnings is great and my news feed is now full of videos of people mowing lawns. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it used to be like jokes and now it's like a guy that's like, ooh, and like a sped up version of him like trimming the lawn, like uh-huh. an edge and whippersnipping and then mowing the lawn and doing the patterns. I'm like... Oh, fuck yeah. Give me a bit more of that bad boy. Oh, oh, oh look at this boy. New to- new, new whippersnipper. I'm very impressed. Mm. <laughs> because this, That's how I explain why I enjoy golf. Right, right. <laughs> so I just enjoy... I the lawn. Know. They all enjoy I the lawn. Just, I just enjoy a good manicured lawn. Like, what? I don't even care about the sport. I just care about the lawn. It is amazing. It is. It is. Anyway, I we turn up way too early. I was very disappointed because I ordered a pizza there, 
but they didn't deliver it to my seat. Oh, uh, you had to go pick it up. So I had to wait for it to be made and then pick it up. But anyway. I how, how good yeah. on a rating of one to dock uh-huh. is a movie cinema pizza? Movie cinema pizza. Uh, shit house. Okay. Less than one then. <laughs> shit house. But anyway, I ate the pizza, smashed that during the previews. Doctor Strange starts, and then I fall asleep. Wake up. There's this strange woman with evil eyes fighting Doctor Strange. Don't really know what's going on at this point. I have another nap. Mm-hmm. Leg room, excellent. <laughs> the fact that I was able to fall asleep twice, excellent. Yeah. Crappy pizza. Uh, I'm going to give it three stars out of five. Wow, even with the crappy pizza. <laughs> even with the crappy pizza. I still finished it, so I was all right. That's all right. I have no fucking idea what was going on. <laughs> Too many multiverses. Marvel needs to end. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, it must be coming to a close very soon. It, how, ma- how many I more feel films? Like, I, I feel like it's sort of like the... When you're a kid, you I watched and read the Harry Potter books. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, I got old and I never finished or read the last book yeah. or movie because I had moved on in my life. I feel like I enjoyed Marvel. When it first started to, yeah. to come out and watch the films, now no I, fucking idea. I think it's because you, you, I think you said it before. You need to sort of watch the other films to know what's happening with this one. But if someone to go through the back catalogue, it's not like it's not like Star Wars. Oh, you can watch like the first. It's like really only six films, you know, or or you know anything like. That. It's oh no, there's like fifty two films. And you're like, oh no, I don't have time for fifty. I'm gonna watch fifty two films to understand what's happening in the latest one. That's 53 films, even if they're two hours each, that's like 100 hours. Yeah, yeah. 100, 120 hours. You're like, you know what? I've got, I, I'm going to, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a white male, age 18 to 35. Everybody, you know, I've got better things to do with my time than watch, uh, than watch like 50 Marvel films, which are for kids. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah, I I don't know. I I uh, Jess's sister just bought here her son to her, his first film, Ooh. right? And I feel like this is a gr- this is a great review of what films should be. Uh-huh. So he was sitting down, he's watching the first preview, and then he go, then the preview ends. He goes, Oh, that was a great film, mum. <laughs> and, and at that point do you leave and, and, and go the, he had a great and time the next trailer happens so he watches like three or four trailers and goes wow oh, that was a good film another film and then he watches the the actual feature length presentation not just an ad mm-hmm. and at the end he goes oh, that film was a bit long mum <laughs> mate I understand where you're, you're coming from Perfect, perfect. That's a good view, a good rating system. Yeah. For a bit too long. Uh, you could have left with him after that first preview. He'd have been wrapped. Even when I've been to the movies, oh. I got to see a film. Uh, well, Kieran, I've got, I got two jokes for you okay. that I've been writing. All right. And then we're going to talk about some real fat people. Excellent. <laughs> okay. This is my joke that, you know, the aristocrats joke? Yeah. I'm going to... The aristocrats! Uh, 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 this joke here is uh, a political joke. Ooh. So, uh, and it's sort of like the aristocrats joke, but uh-huh. it's it's political. Okay. So let me let me get my notes up here. It's very important. Is it as long as the aristocrats? It can be. 
Excellent. I'm going to give everyone the framework for the joke. Okay. I've added as much as I think I can for the podcast. Yeah. But then I think everyone can add more and more. And really, like, depending on what people believe in or what they want to offend, you just can add to the joke. Okay, excellent. Okay. So, a black, trans, gay, pregnant prostitute uh-huh. goes to a bar to buy heroin. Okay. The gay... Black, trans, pregnant prostitute goes up to the barman and goes, excuse me, sir, or ma'am, or they, I would like to buy some heroin. And the this, they, them, LGBTQ plus A, one, two, pedophile barman says, Uh that will be $400. The black, gay, trans, pregnant prostitute then gives... The pedophile barman, the $400 uh-huh. of Bitcoin. Oh, okay. Bitcoin, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he converts Before it to, or after it crashed. And he converts <laughs> it to Ethereum and puts it into his pedophile pocket. Uh-huh. And out of that pedophile pocket, he gives her the black trans gay pregnant prostitute, the jar of heroin. Ooh, okay. She then takes that heroin. The bartender says... The pedophile bartender says to the black trans gay pregnant prostitute, he goes, or they go, you know what? We don't get too many black trans gay pregnant prostitutes around here. And the black gay trans prostitute who's also pregnant says, swallows the last bit of the heroin and says, well, at these prices, I'm not surprised. (laughs) <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> so I feel like you can tailor it to whatever you like, you know, whatever you want want it to be. Not as long as the aristocrats. It can be though. I mean, you yeah, can that you, you, you could can just yeah. keep adding to whatever you want yeah. to that thing. But I feel that's a good place to start. That is a good place to start. It's a good framework. Yeah, good framework. Good framework. Here's my other joke. Um, and I wish I could say, I heard something similar, but I think I'm going to do it a little bit more, more justice. Believe it or not, Kieran, Mm. um, some of my cousins don't speak like I do. I speak, I think with a very normal ish Australian accent. You do have the nasal Australian part. Whereas some of my cousins actually talk like this. Ah. Right. And that's something I weeded myself out because I wanted to be a business professional. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think you can ever get a lawyer talker like this. You didn't want to be a tradie. You don't want to be a tradie yeah. or a guy that owns a kebab shop. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's pretty much the two options you have with that voice, right? You want to pour concrete or, or make kebabs at two a.m. Number 42! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or at a fruit shop, right? Um, Mix, garlic, herb. <laughs> what you want? <laughs> Smoking a durry out of one ear. But I always keep it in my back pocket as as something, just in case. What's in your back pocket? That that accent. Oh, the accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, recently, Mm -hmm. the back of my car was just hit. Really? This is a joke. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) But you're buying it. You're buying into the joke. But the back of my car was just hit. Again, any any wog can use this joke. Uh Uh-huh. 
back of my car was just hit. Sorry, I thought you were actually telling me a story. That's a good, that's just how, that's I'm the, an idiot. Well that's done. how believable yeah. I am. Yeah. I did say I was going to tell you a joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know me, no insurance, can't be bothered. I thought, oh, maybe I could just find a panel beater just to fix it up for me. So I call around and everyone's quoting me like 1500 two grand mm-hmm. to fix the back bumper. I get to the last person on the list and it's called Joey's Panel Beaters. So I ring it up and this is how the it goes like this. I ring up Joey's ping, and I get the phone call and it picks up and goes, uh, Joey's uh, Panel Beaters. Joey's speaking. And I'm like, this is when that back thing in the back pocket comes uh-huh, out. Uh-huh. Joey, I've got a car here. Got a bit of a bingo. Goddamn. Back bumper needs to get repaired. I've been... And the guy goes, oh, back bumper, eh? I'm like, yes, back bumper. Everyone's quoted me like $1,500. What can you do? And the guy goes, Joey, goes to me, you know what, mate? That sounds pretty bad. By the way, you Italian? And I'm like, Alice, yeah, I'm Italian. He goes, ah, you sound Italian. <laughs> you bring it around to Joey's. Anyway, $600 later, I got my... <laughs> oh, well done. <laughs> you got to work on the punchline yeah, a little on. more. Yeah. The punchline is, you sound Italian. Yeah. That's the punchline, but it's, get, it's a work in progress. Yeah, it's a work in progress. Yeah. You'll, you'll get there. Uh, but you know what is funny, Kieran? What's that? Oh, very obese women. Excellent. <laughs> So let's talk about that. <laughs> I've got a couple of videos. If we, if we had our time again, I'm not kidding. I would have been strongly put forward the name of this podcast, Fat People Falling Downstairs. We should just name it Fat Women uh, Are Retarded. And I reckon we would get so much hate. That would be the number one popular show in the world. But, uh, or we can, I can cut this bit and make this one episode of Fat <laughs> r- Chicks Are Retarded and put it on everyone... Anyway, let's talk about it. Let's talk about this. So I found... You're going to need your headphones for this one, buddy. Um, uh, every so often, videos pop up in my uh, Facebook newsfeed, Instagram, all that sort of thing. And I save them. Yeah, yeah. And this one here, I laughed so hard that I sent it to Jess. And I thought to myself, oh, she's not going to find it as funny as I did. And then... She, I, she goes i'm starting to watch it and then 10 seconds later i just get messages and all cats going oh my god oh amazing really 10 seconds 10 seconds video. in okay and you know what? i rewatched it just before just to make sure it, it was mm-hmm. and i yes 10 right, seconds right. in I, i'm excited i'm excited okay. so this is a, the, all of these videos that you're about to watch or two of these videos you're about to watch are about fat people and traveling uh-huh. And the issues that they have. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. So here we go. Yeah. Can you see that? I, I can see it. Oh, here yep. we go. It's super frustrating that there's even a difference between traveling as a straight-sized person versus a plus-sized person. Did you hear that? Um, yes. <laughs> Do you want to hear that again? Super frustrating that there's even a difference between traveling as a straight-sized person versus a plus-sized person. A straight person <laughs> hang on straight <laughs> i'm not going wait you're talking about like a straight 
No. Straight fat person versus a gay fat no, person? No, no, no. no, just, no just... So she's calling someone who is not morbidly obese or obese. Straight. Straight in this case. No, they're just normal. No, they're just... They're People. Just, they're just... Yeah. They're not fat. <laughs> Straight is not the right word. Straight is not the right word. The way she's saying it, now she's almost implying that gay is not normal. Oh, wow. Uh, so, let's have a look at this video here. It's, uh, influencer... This influencer is calling out companies for their lack of inclusionary stuff in hospitality. Traveling in general is difficult. In addition to, you know, being removed from the comforts of your own home, you're also thrown in this like little wrench of like, oh, also <laughs> you may be not able to fit all the places. So, <laughs> what? Everything's so great about this. So she's complaining when I go traveling. Uh, the first things first, I'm already out of my comfort zone. Then why go on holiday? <laughs> you are going to be outside your comfort zone when you go on holiday. That's the whole point. But you don't buy... I would never buy a mini. Yeah. Because I'm too tall for a mini. Yes. Yes. Like, I'm not going to get a small car. But I don't know if you <laughs> saw the background of this video, right? Yeah. Over here, where was it? Um, Where was it? I'm trying to go back to it here a little bit. Uh, here, like that. That is in Greece. Mm -hmm. Like that's that uh, whole um, town in Greece. Town in Greece. Yeah, I can't yeah, remember yeah. off the top of my head. Like oh, Cyprus. Lots of Greek built houses. Oh, the Greek islands. Oh, yeah, Greek. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Those houses were built. Now I'm going to just give you like two and a half thousand years ago, and I have this feeling that if you and the average size <laughs> of a person two was, and a half thousand was about years ago? a foot shorter. Yeah, and stick thin because. There was no food. You couldn't get to the Goliath size. I've been to the Viet to Vietnam to the Kuchi tunnels. Yeah, which actually because there's a lot of tunnels. Kuchi is just yeah. Yeah, one just of the tunnels, of it, yeah. right? But the Kuchi tunnels are well known because they've actually widened them. Yes, for tourists. Yeah, but when you go to some of the other tunnels, They're, I can't fit you in. Can't there. fit in them. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them are for like five foot. Yeah, malnutritioned. Vietnam soldiers that are just waiting their lives to kill Even Americans. you would struggle. Oh, and, yeah. And I know you're tiny, I'm but you're, wide, I'm you're broad. broad. Yeah. So so she's complaining by what she's saying there that, um, you know, you may not be able to fit all the places. She's complaining that maybe two and a half thousand year old buildings might not be able to fit this They didn't care about you two and a half thousand years <laughs> no, ago. No, because there were no people as big as a fucking hippopotamus back then. Uh -huh. This is a modern... <laughs> thing uh -huh. oh we're, we're, we are 26 seconds into this video we have made a lot of progress oh my goodness here we go not able to fit all the places you're plus size and worried about traveling plus size travelers face often face various accessibility changes i challenges. just recently went we on a cruise and you would think all of the excursions would have body inclusive accommodations but there was like three or four excursions that had weight limits. If you were over 350 pounds, you couldn't attend this excursion. I feel like if you're physically able to walk a certain amount of miles, why like you wouldn't be able to participate in these excursions. But I know a lot of the plus. So she, she's saying that she's over 350 pounds. Mm -hmm. Now that's. Don't know how many kilos that uh, is. Just, that I'm is... just going to do the quick conversion here. I, I think it's about 200, right? Yeah. 
350 p- uh, pounds to kilograms, right? 158 kilos. Is 158 kilos. Now, uh, I'm not a big guy, but I'm like, I exercise, I've got a lot of muscle. I'm like 80, 85 mm-hmm. kilos. You, you, I think you're just hit about 100 or just uh-huh. under 100 just, at the yeah, moment. Yeah. You're, you're six foot one. Uh-huh. You're a big guy. Yeah. And you're 100 kilos. This woman is additional 60 kilos <laughs> on mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh no, we, like, you can't. Some people can't go in helicopters because they're too fat. Yeah, because like the thing can't hold the, the oh, weight. Oh, it's got to do the whole balancing with the weight. That's right. It, like, some people can't go on roller coasters because it can't hold the weight. Yeah. It's not. So what they've done is they've gone. Well, the average person is like that. Average man's eighty to one hundred kilos. We'll say, yeah, you should be around eighty to one hundred kilos. Uh, bumper cars. Bumper Go-karts. cars. Go karts. Go karts. Uh, they're not going to go. Oh, well, someone. Like, like, they're not going to go for the outliers. Like, oh, someone could be a, a woman. A woman whose average weight should be like 60 to 80 kilos. Yeah. Is not going to go. And, and, and the thing is. Like, she's 100 kilos over what she we're should not, be. We're not talking about. Um, public transport. No, we're talking about luxury items of travel. travel. Yeah, it's a, it's a privilege to travel, not like a right. Yeah. <laughs> so this is interesting. She's, Please keep going. She's obviously, uh, and you'll see it later on. She's obviously um, ashamed of herself, uh. but is trying to blame society. And that they should change so she won't be ashamed. And you'll but find that later. Is the, this is the other thing. When you go on these excursions, when you go on holidays, the tour provider has a duty of care to you. Yeah. So if you trip and fall over, well, that's it. some fun. of these places, they've got, literally got to carry you back to the boat. <laughs> I can't... I could probably carry 160 kilos, maybe for a couple of minutes. Maybe. Yeah. That's a lot of weight. Yeah. That's a lot of weight, especially if you like the, even the firemen's carry. Uh-huh. It's not like a barbell which is evenly distributed. It's a person. It's going to be fucked all over. Yeah. Um, want to see some more? Yeah. Uh, we're nearly yeah. Uh, so a lot of the plus size community worry about this sort of stuff. This community worries about like toilets that don't have a stand at the bottom that are kind of just like hanging on the wall. There's like beach lounge. So she's worried about toilets that don't have a stand at the bottom. Mm, it's just the mm. ones that... Imagine being... Feeling so fat, so worried about your own body weight that you're worried that you, anywhere you go, will break the toilet. <laughs> like, that's the that's how fat this... Over 160 kilos. Uh-huh. Right? Over three, it's a base. Over 350 yeah. pounds, right? Yeah. That's two people. Yeah. You know, she is two people. And she... Imagine going to a hotel... And worry that you will break the toilet. That's unfathomable. Like, you know. Or here you go. And she's talking about beach lounges. Ones that like bend super easily. And I remember bend super easily. Let's go back a bit. There's like beach loungers. Like the plastic ones that like bend super easily. And... I remember sitting down on it and being like, oh my gosh, if I break this, like I will be so sad just because I want to enjoy my beach time and I don't want to have to worry about is something going to be able to like hold my weight for an extended period of time. 
See, that's the thing. If the, if the bench does break and then she's on the floor, a lot of people are just going to roll her back into the ocean to be with the other whales. <laughs> I think that's more of a worry for her than anything else. But again, imagine, like, you go there and you go, oh, if I sit on this lounge chair, something that's going to evenly distribute your weight, I think I'm going to break it. That's like, crazy. But that, but as she's already said, I'm worried that I'm going to break it. Well, then maybe you're the problem, not, not, not the thing. N- not everyone else, yeah. yeah. Air travel has been particularly difficult to navigate. I genuinely believe that airlines is the biggest frustration when it comes to plus size accommodations. When we're flying next to other people, my husband and I try really hard to be as small as we possibly can, but you can only do so much to make yourself small. One of the biggest worries that people have as a plus size person is having to ask in front of other people that they don't know for a seatbelt extender. People would rather put their life at risk and not wear a seatbelt versus embarrass themselves by asking for a seatbelt extender. Oh. This is one of the things on, I've never had this on an airplane yet. Yeah. But I am almost like you need to buy two seats. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 I once again, I'm, you're broad, I'm broad at the shoulders. Yes. I always make sure I get an emergency exit row. Yeah. Right. That's it. I'll with, talk with, to, when, when I travel, I always get I was it. talking to Jess about this. Like, If you're a bigger person, you have to pay the extra yeah. money, yeah. but at least you get the slightly longer leg room, a bit more a bit more space for your, your body. You don't interrupt the person next to you, and you're more comfortable for a fly. But this person here has gone, oh, well, I shouldn't have to be embarrassed by asking for a seatbelt extender. This is like next level. Uh, I'm blaming you for my embarrassment. Yeah. When it's sorry, it's just that whole thing of trying to be small. Like, like everyone does. I, I can't. I can't be like when I sit on yeah. these economy seats when I flew to Perth. Yeah. Like I'm going to clearly touch the person yeah. next to me. Just, just. But I. But no, I'm not a big person. But on public transport, I'm butting like, up against like, people because yeah. you know you do enough weights. Your body goes all a bit broader than the average Joe. But when I've done international travel, yeah, with um, oh, because some of the airlines you can do this, you can sort of bid for like an extra empty seat. Yeah, I'm always bidding for the extra yeah. empty seat. Yeah, just to sort of give everyone a little bit more. Because I'd hate for someone. I just, I, I even just go like, if I don't know if I'm going to be sitting next to a random person, I'd rather oh. there be uh, one in the middle. middle. Yeah, because yeah. then you can both go, oh, we'll sort of share it, it works out, yeah. everyone's happy. But this person here, let's go back to the seatbelt ex- extension. So this person's so fat, the standard size, which fits, what, 90, 95? No, I'd say 99%. 9% of people. Uh, she's at 1% that has to ask for an extender. But she feels that she, by asking for that, she's embarrassed. Yeah, good. Like you, sh- you should. <laughs> or if you feel embarrassed, maybe you've got to look a little bit inward uh-huh. and go. Uh-huh. Mm, maybe all the stuff that I've been putting inward, like the four hundred Coca Colas and cakes that I eat a day, maybe maybe I should like cut back on that a bit so I can fit uh-huh. in. Or fly business class. Or pay for more. Again, 
travel is not a, a right, it's a privilege. And if you can afford to travel, pay up. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. Can coach people speak out about their concerns and demand ex- inclusive accommodations? What pushes me to start asking more for accommodations that I need is just recognizing that I'm not putting someone out by, you know, helping myself be more comfortable. If you don't bring up your concerns, people don't know how to fix concerns that they don't know exist. She posed a few measures that should be I wish that there take. was a way that even if like on the reservation, we could say, I would prefer this type of chair or I would prefer this type of accommodation. When you're making a reservation on an airline, I think that there should be a way to select that you want a seatbelt extender. And then that seatbelt extender should just be sitting on your seat when you get there. Hire people that are different sizes to come. Oh, so she wants to, to avoid having to ask. She wants to be able to tick a box and they just put the seatbelt extender there. If I saw someone that's that big, I know that they're going to get a seatbelt extender. <laughs> like the fact that you have to ask for it or that the fact that you're just sitting there. If they don't ask for it, the flight attendants are going to come around and give it to you. Yeah. And the flight attendants like got Cause better. Because they'll see thing. your seatbelt's not on. Yeah. Your, your flight attendants like, uh, what if shit happens on the last minute uh-huh. and that seatbelt extended on a different seat? Like, no, just ask for it when you're there. Uh, so this one, this one here is my my favorite part of the whole, the whole thing. Um, the, the, so she's trying to come up with ideas to help fat people enjoy their holidays more, and this is her, this is her big brain idea. There hire people that are different sizes to come to your restaurant and sit in different places so that you know you're accommodating people of all different sizes. Accom- Accommodations need to be made. People want to travel and we shouldn't be seen as the problem. So you're a restaurateur or a hotel owner. Mm -hmm. And what she wants as a big fat person that has no self-control is for you to hire a fat person (laughs) to test all the beds and the chairs to ensure and the toilets and the lounge chairs near the beach to ensure that fat people won't break them when they use them. <laughs> can you ima- what? Can you imagine like oh I I'm you know oh uh, we're we're, we're dip- like I wanted to make sure that like uh, Australians can use all the chairs. So you know you need like it, you know a place in London you need to hire an Australian. To ensure that, like, we can sit comfortably in in your chairs, like that. That you're not like a. It's not like a disabled person. It's like, well, the disabled toilet, yeah, it should be accessible for people without legs or a wheelchair. No, you're just a you're just a person with no self control. You're just a fat person. You can help this. Oh, We're not gonna. Like, I would be changing. I would be. I would be. Oh, I, I'll make the doors thinner so I can't get the fat people in the fucking room. <laughs> oh. What's the smallest I can have a door and a door frame? Yeah. I can cut it off by three inches? Perfect. Oh, you can't fit through the fucking door? Yeah, let's go stay someone else's hotel. Oh, you know what? I do have a fat person room, yeah. but it's an extra thousand fucking dollars a night because I'm going to pay for my insurance. 
Because of the defibrillator in the room. There are, this is the hilarious thing, there are hotels, because there are a range of different hotels. Yeah. And I'm just thinking of more of a four star and five star. Yeah. That could easily accommodate this. I, I'm sure that they already do. The yeah. fact that she's complaining about <laughs> it is even more baffling. Uh, so once again, travelled a fair bit in Vietnam. Yeah. Right? The difference between a four and a five star hotel, there actually isn't much of a difference. No. Except for the five-star hotel is basically, if you have a wheelchair, you you've can, got accessibility. You've got accessibility. Yeah. You know, she couldn't... If tra- you've got a disability, you've got accessibility. I know, yeah. I, 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 we stayed at a hotel in the... And the lobby's bigger, bigger in a, we, in a we stayed at a hotel, hotel in Positano in yeah. Italy, my family. And they said, on the actual information about the hotel, it said 500 steps to the beach. And we're like, amazing. How great's this, right? We get to the hotel and we're like, mm, doesn't it feels really far from the beach. It doesn't seem like 500 steps. We could see the ocean, yeah. but five hundred. it seemed like further than 500 steps. And we're talking to the people who are helping run the, uh, the hotel and they go, oh yeah, it is 500 steps. I'm like, what do you mean? They go like, you know, steps. Uh... They meant stairs. Stairs, yeah. And they weren't, like, um, you know, built-to-code standard stairs. They're ancient, ancient stairs, stairs. of different heights. Of different heights, yeah. sizes, lengths, and that. So we're going down them. And, like, I'm a, I was 18, 19 at the time. My brother was, you know, my parents were still very good fit people. Yeah. Um, And we sort of like, oh, it's a bit of a bit of a pain going down the stairs, pain going up as well. I can't imagine, like, she's trying to go, oh, you should fix that for fat people. No, this is, like, ancient history. Yeah. Like, nothing, like, n- no one's going to change this. This is part of but what it is. But this is the same, if you're, if you're elderly you and you can't do it, you wouldn't be going down the stairs. Yeah, you just go, I'll, I'll like, choose somewhere different. Yeah, I'll go somewhere different, yeah. choose something different to do. Oh, amazing. I've got another one about Same you. if you're in a wheelchair. Yes. They yeah, can't, you probably not- wouldn't want to go to a walking tour. If you're in a wheelchair. In a wheelchair, yeah. yeah. You probably do something different. Do you want to see another fat person yeah, travelling video? I do. Yeah. It's just the nerve of them. Like, oh, you should accommodate for us. Why? <laughs> what about the blind people? Yeah. I'd rather... I think it's what... Fat... You know, it, people with actual disabilities, like blindness, moving moving leg, deformities in their body. The body positivity movie was about being blind or mm. having no ear or having like a birthmark on your face or mm. ingra- losing a leg in like a, a oh, like like because of di- like uh of something like diabetes or you know something happened in an accident yeah. and you lose an arm or a finger. That's what the body positivity movement was about. And these fat women have just gone, but also we're fat, but we're proud of our bodies. No, see there's a difference between losing a finger in a car accident. And, or, or or a limb, or a limb, or b- being born blind, or going blind because of something. I just or, remember when you had when you uh, had your foot injury and we're yeah. down at the beach. Yeah, and you had crutches, and we're like, yeah, well, we're going down to the beach. You're gonna have to deal with the sand. And I was like, I want to come. <laughs> like, I'll just have to deal. With it. I have to shut up and, and live with it. That's just. Or, as, I know there was nothing I could do, and I'm like, well, I'm not gonna let. And it there's get nothing in my- that we could do. No, it's nothing. I'm, but I'm not gonna let it get in my way. Not that I complained. I was like. You just took a lot much longer to get there. It took longer to get there, but like, yeah, worth it. Yeah. Worth it. Oh, I've got to sit on a plane. Yeah. Anyway, here's another one here. It's just the nerve of them to go, you have to accommodate me for my mistakes. 
no, 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 that's not how it works. <laughs> oh, here's another video of fat the people. The problem with traveling when you're a plus size person is that you have so many... How, how, how fat do you think this woman is? <laughs> 200 kilos? Oh, it has to be, right? That's, yeah. two, that's two of us. Yeah. That's me and you together. Yeah. After like eating four pizzas. Wow. Drinking 18... Be that's after drink. That's after going to Hofbrau House combined <laughs> you and I, you know? first time i flew i was about 12 years old that i remember actually not fitting in the seat I so she was 12 years old and couldn't fit in the seat can you 12 year old anthony 12 year old turch was a skinny little guy like i was 12 year old kieran loved flying on airplanes because he didn't have the problem with leg room. there was no issues <laughs> <laughs> there should have been when you're 12 years old and you're on a plane there should be you should feel very comfortable <laughs> and very relaxed you know uh, uh look and you can see here this is a close-up video this is her talking to the interviewer and she's got uh oxygen going into her nose that's how fat this woman is she's not gonna be alive <laughs> like two years Nah, not the way she yeah. Didn't want to have to use the bathroom while I was on a flight because they are really not very comfortable traveling as a plus. Oh, so bathrooms on flights apparently on planes aren't very comfortable. No, they, they're correct. not comfortable for me. Yeah, they are not. They are <laughs> not comfortable. They're not. Meant, you're not meant to sit there. Talking about trying to get past a door. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Talked about that before. Those door, those bathrooms are as small as they can get them because mm -hmm. you're not meant to be there. I feel like there's more room in the Coochie Tunnels yeah. <laughs> than in an aeroplane bathroom. Oh. Anxiety. As a global response, plus side people share what traveling is like for them because- Knowing that the seatbelt is not going to fit, knowing that the seat is going to be a little uncomfortable, and you usually are hoping and wishing you do not get stuck in the middle seat because that is notoriously known for not fitting comfortably as a plus size person. Or, or as a regular person. As a, as the middle a guy, seat is the worst seat. As a guy. I won't fly if I'm on the middle seat. I think middle seats don't work <laughs> for just for men. Because you're meant to have like broad shoulders. Like I'm sitting in a, in a you're sitting in a, in, a, in a chair. I'm sitting in a desk chair. And I'm taking up like the armrest I feel... This is wider than a chair at, uh -huh. in a, uh, on a plane, uh -huh. and I feel like I'm taking I can take up more room, yeah, very comfortably. But oh, here we go, more. The worst experience I've had. I was 21 years old, and my fiance. We decided to go to Hawaii. He worked at the airport, so we had airplane benefits, and we were gonna fly standby. You get the last priority for seating. Whatever's left is what you're gonna get. Flying standby is something I probably wouldn't recommend for plus size people. We actually got seated in the extra row, but if you oh, see that, mm. like, oh, this is the like, has she ever seen her feet? Mm -hmm. Like that's a it must be even an extra extra large t-shirt and it's still not it's like not covering most of her her gut. Mm -hmm. Like when do you, like how fat do you have to get? Like what was it? The psychology world can treat obesity. I was gonna say how many how many months ago like a year ago you you stepped on the scale or you just looked at yourself and I'm way too far gonna go like uh, it's our two person. and a half years ago. And how much did you weigh? One hundred and twenty. One hundred and twenty. You're yeah. down to one hundred now. Yeah. But you just went, no, something's going to be... I I basically went, oh my God, my yeah. shirts aren't fitting, fitting me. Yeah. And I was like, this is not no, good. No, it's not good. Because I was like, I'm not going up another size. Yeah. I did the same thing. I'm like, oh, 
uh, something's around my belt. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna start cardio properly again. Yeah, I, I'm gonna start weight. I, I have to stop weightlifting at certain and points. And I literally started with yeah. the running app. Yeah, and I ran for thirty seconds because mm. that's basically all I could do at ha- that time. I, I get to the stage with even going to the gym doing weight training where I can't fit into shirts because my chest gets too big. And I'm like, okay, well, time to swap back to cardio until the chest sort of chest and back sort of yeah. get back yeah. into a. Sh- but my clothes gave it away. Yeah. Absolutely, this woman's, she can't even fit into her clothes. Oh, here we go. I'm seated in the extra row, but if you require a seatbelt extender, which most plus size people need because it doesn't fit around our stomachs, you can't sit in the extra row. So we had to figure out who to switch seats with and they felt very inconvenienced, which made us just feel kind of terrible prior to. Imagine that, like you get the exit row seats with the leg room and this fat person waddles over. Oh, can I please have that too? Because otherwise I'll feel uncomfortable in my seat. And like the fucking nerve. Like like you're a disabled veteran. Or a like, you know This is why I think I said a couple of episodes ago, I'm now only flying business class. <laughs> I, I don't want to have Get to rid deal of the with riffraff. this. Yeah. Right, yeah. Here we go. This 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 woman, uh, <laughs> N- uh Nika Richards, she's a teacher ride i ordered a seatbelt extender i did that so that i could avoid the flight attendant asking me out loud in front of everyone do you need a seatbelt extender because that would have been really embarrassing i looked at the med see what i mean i i I keep talking about they keep talking about the seatbelt extender and how asking for one or being asked if they want one is embarrassing that's because you're embarrassed of yourself uh, uh, most most people would have heard it yeah. Recognize it and then they would have moved on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, look how fat you are. Of course, you need an extender and moved on. Exactly yeah. right. The fact that it plays on their mind so, so much means that they're ashamed of themselves. Am mm. I reading this wrong? Yeah, you're, you're very good, Dr. Church. <laughs> of the seats on the plane how much more room you get if you let the armrests up instead of trying to sit in between two armrests i tried to sit by the window rather than being in the aisle because there's a lot of activity that goes on in the aisle and i want to make the experience a lot better for the people riding with me as well i try not to fill up on anything like no coffee no water before i get on the plane so that i don't have to use the restroom the it's probably the only time in these. I gotta admit that is that is pretty good advice for anyone sitting in the window. That's right. Because a couple of episodes ago, I did talk about how I stuffed up my game yeah, plan. You did, you did. And but imagine <laughs> this is probably the like any plane ride these fat people take is probably the only time they don't eat or drink for extended periods of time. <laughs> you know. What? <laughs> 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 Thank you. <laughs> airplane restroom is that it's just so small. It feels gross, especially when you're in a bathroom to where, you know, your arms are touching the door, your arms are touching things. And when it comes to the bed in the hotel room or in oh. the Airbnb, the bed has to be comfortable. One time my fiance and I had a bed that was on a very um, unsturdy frame. And as a plus size couple, we immediately knew that there was going to be an issue with that frame. <laughs> hookers on that bed and not broken it but two fat people just laying there not being able to fuck because they can't even find their genitals oh. uh, I'm worried about breaking the bed oh no <laughs> 
we have gone as far to sometimes taking the whole bed rail out and just putting it on the floor so you know that it's not gonna break. Towels are different. <laughs> this is real. Wow. By their own decisions in life, they've, they've made their lives impossible and just made their own self embarrassed about themselves. But blaming us, mm. blaming the rest of the world. Oh, this one's great. Towels. Apparently, towels uh, are no good. That it's not going to break. Towels are definitely small for me. Like, I have not come across a towel that completely wraps around me to where I have my privacy, like going to the pool and coming out of a public restroom space. So, the accommodation I've made there is to bring my own cover up my first real so towels that fit around her <laughs> that's my problem i should i should be more accommodating uh, well done for bringing your own cover-ups like good yes <laughs> same with someone who's got you know a broken foot brings their crutches yes yes <laughs> uh well the you know what the hotel it's hard to get around, so they should they they should have provided me a wheelchair. No, no, no. If if you've got a injury and you can't walk for su sustained periods of time, you should bring that stuff with you. I bring my own pillow when I travel. There you go. I don't expect them to have a pillow that I like, so I bring my own pillow. Even overseas, yeah. Oh, uh, actually, overseas, no. But yeah, interstate, interstate, yeah. yeah was larger than the average child was when I was in second grade had to be weighed and measured in front of everyone in our class I was the 90 pound girl and whenever second grade she was 90 pounds uh I I can't even, I can't do the thing with she was 40 kilos in second wow. second grade so she was like seven eight like half my body weight, a, a, a seven-year-old. Yeah, like that's you've got to you've got to look at like at that stage it's the parents, but the parents are going to be like, oh, you're a bit. Maybe you should run some laps. <laughs> some parents live in denial. Yeah. Some parents, yeah. My weight was called out. Girls were laughing. My entire life, I've always been. See, I love when fat people post themselves doing like videos like this at the gym mm -hmm. because it, I don't take videos of myself or photos of myself at the gym. I just go. Did I? Right. <laughs> Number one. But two, like if I finish a gym session and I look, and if I look like this, like uh -huh. not sweaty, I'm disgusting. I'm disgusting. I'm yeah. horrible. Like I, I do my run first. I run two Ks and then I start the weights and then maybe at the end I do, I'm always embarrassed with my PT because I feel like I've just stunk his, yeah, um, yeah, his that's studio. What, or, and sometimes <laughs> I ride the, a bike there and ride the bike yeah. back and then I still do a run and do my weights. So I've got like an hour. I look like shit, uh -huh. but I feel amazing. Uh -huh. You know, I never look not sweaty. Even at the gym, uh, the first thing I do is hop on a treadmill and I'm running. I'm exhausted when yeah. I finish. I'm yeah. exhausted. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh. Larger than the average child, teenager, and adult. I've pretty much been on a diet almost my whole I love how they always show diets. Like, she's saying, oh, I've been living on a diet my whole time. She's got, like, a milkshake. <laughs> mm. 
life because I've always felt that I don't literally fit in. I've never thought that I was ugly, but because of not fitting. So uh, yeah, she's at the gym, apparently. Spaces, I felt like the world did not want me around. Do not be afraid to take up space. Get the seatbelt extender. Ask to board first if you're riding on a plane so that you can get comfortable and not have to worry about disrupting anybody else. Make those certain accommodations for yourself because no one is going to make them for you. I love when people go on diets, like fat people who go on diets, they're like, oh, I'm going to do a sh like, a, like a shake. And you just saw it there. Mm -hmm. And it was like a banana, a strawberry strawberries and like oat milk or something like that and they're like oh that's gonna fill me up no <laughs> like if you really want to be like not hungry you should eat like a can of tuna yeah and, and a and piece protein of yeah protein not sugar Sh and milk <laughs> yeah <laughs> like the, like fruit is just sugar and turns straight to carbohydrates i always question the diet that they're on Yes. Or the diets they've been on? Yeah, what yeah. what what do you consider a diet? Cuz like if you're still having copious amounts of bread I'm like well or any sort of that like yeah, carbohydrates. I'm like, well, you prob that's probably not I know how to lose Are you drinking water? Are I know you... I know how to lose weight for me. Yeah. It's basically no carbs. Yeah. Yeah. Car no carbs, straight on like just protein. Yeah. And it just burns and go to the gym. Yeah. And run. Yeah. You look for the accommodations and don't feel embarrassed to ask for them because every body is a travel body and every body should be able to travel. So no matter what size you are, you should have the opportunity to see the world, to travel oh, and to gosh. feel comfortable while doing it. The world belongs to you and you can go anywhere and you can do anything that you want to do and don't let anyone tell you different. This is hashtag our story. Ugh. So that's fat people traveling. Um, I, I can listen to them complain about this stuff. All I'm pretty sure they're all going to have the same talking points, but I thought I'd just bring in two videos. It's, that it's just... So us straight-sized people... <laughs> <laughs> fucking A. Oh, it's... It's just the world... Yeah, I don't know, maybe there should be accommodations and all that stuff in the world. You don't pay more, though. But there's th th just... It, the world is not a fair place. You know what I think it is? I, I think if you only travel in the US, uh, I think it'd be more accommodating. But if you, as soon as you fucking leave the US, uh -huh. you go anywhere else. You go to Europe. I was with an elderly couple. Asia. In Asia. Yeah. No lift. Yeah. And they had to climb up three sets of stairs to get to the hotel room. Yeah. Couldn't get them... Couldn't get them a floor lower lower yeah. and it's like well you guys decided to travel to fucking burma yeah, yeah. um as as soon as these people leave like you know, that woman the first in the first video went to greece and she went to, you know uh oh you want to you want to go see pompeii oh you've got to walk up like a mountain to see it you know oh you, you know you want to go see see the Colosseum. oh you have to walk there you know, you you just have to. <laughs> oh, you want to go see all the five villages in the Cinque Terre? They're like these beautiful. Yeah, well, they're like there's no transport. It's they're like ancient Roman towns. 
Mm. You have to walk between them. And it's like a 6K walk. You're going to be walking for like over an hour. It's yeah. almost like it's almost like the other thing is like because I do the bike ride in Vietnam yeah. every year. It's it's almost like going oh, but if I don't train, like I haven't trained what I expect to be able to do this bike ride. Yeah. It's like no, I've no, I, you've got to do some work, I've got to do to, some training and work to to do it. You know, it's it's just amazing. I think people in the US, like from what I've heard, like you've traveled, Jess has traveled, and both of you have said, even my parents, have gone, it's a different world. Everything's big mm-hmm. across the board. Whereas in Europe, it's built for 2,000, 3,000-year-old Europeans. Oh, but the fascinating, the fascinating thing, like being in the U- being in the US, just the meal sizes, mm. just the the compared to here in Australia, you just look it's, at the meal, and probably we eat in Australia eat too much. We eat a lot here. Yeah, uh, look, our uh, meal size. Uh, you I, probably Europeans look at our meals. We, do, you know what? I when we went to, and I'm training myself at the moment by. Um, I now have for lunches. I've now got the the special whatever I yeah. I buy, and I go. Oh wow, this is what my port for me That's for a, a male for a, this is the what I should be eating. Yeah, because I'm going at lunchtime. I would eat way more than that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and dinner time. I, I just would remember eat. going to the going to Europe, like various places: France, Italy, Spain. Oh no, I'm not going to Spain. France, Italy, Germany, Switzerland. My apologies, and ordering some sort of chicken. And they will give you half a chicken. But the chicken is like the size, like half a chicken's the size of my fist. Mm-hmm. Whereas here, if you order half a chicken. It's a fucking huge chicken. It's, it's like yeah. a, a kilo and a half of bird. Yeah. Well, they, they're specifically designed that way now. I know. To breed and just grow. Even, yeah. even that simple distinction. Like even in Germany at Oktoberfest, they're like, oh, we have half a chicken. And a salad. So, oh, I guess I'll have that. And it came out. It was the size of my fist. I'm like, it was a perfect size. Oh, have you ever had chickens? No, I've never yeah, had chickens. Like, they're not that big. No. Your backyard chickens no, are not that big. They're tiny. Yeah. yeah. And so, even just that distinction. I'm sure in the US, they've got these giant birds. Like a chicken breast is, you know, a chicken breast should be like 200 grams. Oh. And here, sometimes you get chicken breasts in like 400 grams, like double the amount. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a pound of chicken in yep. one breast. You're yep. like, I think something's wrong. You know? Yeah. And people go, oh, I'll have one chicken breast. That's healthy. Well, not, not if you're eating 400 grams yeah. plus your noodles or your your pasta or your, your rice or your, you know, and then putting a bunch of sauce on it. That's all sugar. Sugar, yeah. It's, a, it's amazing. But uh, wouldn't recommend being a fat person, I guess. If anything, this podcast it just proves to both of us that we, if those videos, I'm sure it does it to you, but definitely does it to me, just makes you go, I'm going to go work out like fucking crazy tomorrow. I'm going to be on the row. I'm going to get on a row machine. I've never done the row machine. I just know I'm going to get on the stair machine because that's the one that burns the calories, you know? I just, I just, I think, I think it's just the American entitledness. Hmm. Yeah, it, it it's it's just amazing. Like you know, the fact that they want special privileges or special accommodation for a yeah. Oh uh, look, that's all I've got. We're like an hour and fifteen. Do you want to save the news to uh, the next time? Sounds good. I'll save that it. Sounds save good. it to next time. Yeah. Uh, sorry, uh, those videos were a lot. Like, we got through all those videos <laughs> a lot longer than I thought because that was just so much to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. For all your wanking needs, 
Follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter. Give us a review. Post your reviews wherever you want. Let us know that you've done it so we can read it on the show. Shit all over us, but give yeah. us five stars. Five stars make and make lots of jokes. And if you want to send us some hate mail, death threat rants, send it to us at we only do one take podcast at gmail.com. Kieran, so good to have you back in the studio for another recording. My pleasure. Uh, you better get that other episode out before I get this one out. And we'll see you next, next Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> Woo! <laughs>